I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. Tell me a story. Wait. Like my story? Well, then I got a big bad bear story for you out there. The story had me a little confused. Uh... Tonight's top story. And then this one time, Ginny wasn't on the bus to go to school. That's exactly what happened. Boy, what a story. This one time at band camp. All right, now let's see where were we. And I'll tell you a me tale of woe. Far off tales and children's stories, that's all that is. Welcome to Life's Mixtape. I am your host, Bethany Severson, and this is where real people share their real life stories, the ups and downs, and everything in between. So sit back and relax. It's story time. Welcome to Life's Mixtape. This is your host, Bethany. I just wanted to try to tackle the topic of what happens when life doesn't go the way you plan. Recently, in the last couple weeks, my sister and nephew had traveled up from Texas. We planned on doing an episode together, but it just didn't work out. And I didn't want to rush trying to get an episode out just for the sake of getting one out. The next week, I was supposed to have another special guest, but guess what? The baby got picked up from daycare and had a temperature of 103. So we took her in and found out she had an ear infection. Oh, but wait. (laughs) When it rains, it pours, right? So then on top of a baby having an ear infection, one of our other children had lice. Ooh, gross, right? <laughs> so while all of this were just little things that added up so quickly and just added some inconvenience, it wasn't anything too crazy or too life-altering. But what happens when the big things don't work out? Like when you move your family halfway across the country And it doesn't work out. And in less than a year, you move back. What happens when you get a new job? And it doesn't work out. What happens when your marriage doesn't work out? Or someone you love passes away? What happens when you live with your in-laws and you try to put an offer on eight different houses and it doesn't ever seem like you're going to find one? (laughs) It's easy to get caught up in those circumstances, and I'll be the first to say that it's not easy to not get caught up in those circumstances or to have anxiety or panic attacks thrown into the mix as you're trying to tackle the challenges that seem to add up quicker than a solution can pop up. Maybe a coworker or even your own family don't really seem to add any encouragement and only seem to add more stress. What do you do to keep moving on when all it seems to do is pour down discouragement? Personally, I lean into my faith, and that's not to say that it's always been a cakewalk. There were definitely seasons of life where it seemed like I yelled, cried, and questioned what God was trying to do in my life and the life of my family more than following by faith and sight. Other seasons of life, it has meant doing devotionals in the middle of the night when I get up to feed a baby. Now, while I know not everyone who may be listening will be a Christian, but whether or not, I do hope that you have a foundation and something that helps you. Maybe that's therapy. I love the saying that you can have Jesus and a therapist because that's where I'm at. I fully support and believe in investing in one's mental health. It's never a weakness to want to invest in yourself 
to help heal yourself or to get help processing an event in your life or to get treatment to overcome an addiction. To shed a little bit more light, I'll go more in depth of a personal story. Let's go back to we lived with an in-law. Okay, it was my family. Two adults, two kids, and a cat at the time that moved in with my dad, who, by the way, lives in a two-bedroom trailer house. Okay, now that you have a picture of how tight the living quarters were, we lived with him for a little over a year. Financially, we were stuck and had to pay off quite a bit of debt before even hopefully being able to look at a house. It had its struggles of us invading somebody else's living space day in and day out. While he offered this space rent-free, it did take a toll on a feeling like a good parent, feeling like I wasn't able to provide enough for our kids. It took a toll on our marriage because we didn't have our own space, and being able to get away for a date wasn't always as easy. It definitely took a toll on our social life because living with somebody else in tight quarters, we really didn't want to invite anyone else over. Now, I won't say the entire time we were there, it was horrible. Because even though there were ups and downs, in its own way, it did strengthen each of our relationships. It helped us pay off debt that we needed to. It helped us refocus on what was more important for our family. We eventually did find a house that fits all of us. And I will say we did sacrifice having a yard. We do have a yard, but it's not very big. But to us, having our own space and having enough space for everybody to spread out (laughs) seemed way more important versus a big yard. We can give each other privacy. We have space to grow, calm down, relax, and snuggle if we need to. In what has seemed like the most challenging times of life and the darkest seasons of life, I can say we made it through. The money somehow got stretched out. The food in the pantry lasted longer, and our kids have always made it through whatever sickness they were facing. And while some may not have the support, love, and encouragement from their families, I'm glad that's one thing we have going for us. There's always hope. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel of a hard season in life. And there's always a rainbow after the storm. You're never alone in what you're facing Because it's funny, once you share something you're going through, how many others will say they know exactly what you're going through or will say they're going through the exact same thing? Big or small, remember, your story is worth telling.